welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us again today. And I hope you're having a great day this morning. I hope that you've had a great week. And that uh, for those of us with kids, I know we're getting ramped up and getting ready for the kids to go back to school. We've been doing some back to school shopping and thankfully my kids all seem like that they're excited about going back. Even little Micah, he's only three and a half and uh, he is not very happy that his gills are all going to leave him. And so we've got him a little desk area at home and we're gonna let him do a little bit of uh, some preschool there at home and so he's excited about that. But it's been a great summer and I hope you've had a great summer. I know for us it seems like it's just flown by. I feel like we should still be back in June and yet here we are in August and it's wondering where the summer went. But we've done a lot and it's been a very busy time in the uh, for the ministry as well and so I feel like it's been a great time and now I'm looking forward to fall and I hope that we'll finish the summer strong and that our families and our children and our marriages are all doing well. I We're going to take a little bit of a break today from talking about ladies in the Bible. And I'm going to share with you something that the Lord impressed on my heart recently and a lesson that He reminded me of. It's one that He teaches me over and over through the years. Um, but we're going to go to the book of Psalms and we're going to talk about David. And I love David. I love the stories of David. I love it because he's real and he's relatable. Um, you can't read about David without seeing his fervor, his fire, his desire to love the Lord. But you know, the life of David was not without hardship. And some of it was by, were by people that he had in his life. Some of the people that he emulated the most, I think of Saul, that was somebody he really looked up to. And yet Saul really turned on him and he was treated David very badly. Uh, I think about David's own family, his sons, his wife. He was really betrayed and faced hardship in some of the relationships closest to him. David also faced hardship because of his own sin, and we see that in there. But I like the story of David because the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. And in spite of the valleys, in spite of the mountaintops, it seemed like that David just kept reaching out for the Lord, and he kept striving to draw closer to Him. And we mentioned that last week in last week's lesson as well. But I was looking, or this week, I was reading in Psalm 138, and I saw the contrast in David in different times that he went through. But in Psalm 138, he says, I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward the, thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. So clearly there David is on the mountaintop. He's ready to raise his hands and praise to the Lord. He says, I'm seeking you with my whole heart. He was on the mountaintop. And yet, if we go just a couple chapters over into Psalm 142, here we have David, and he's in a cave. He's literally hiding from his enemies. He's on the run, and he's, he's overwhelmed. The Bible says in, verse, in Psalm 142, verse number 1, it says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. 
Psalm 143, Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my supplication. In thy faithfulness answer me, and in thy righteousness. Verse number three, For the enemy hath persecuted my soul. He hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath made me to dwell in darkness. Remember David's in the cave there. And those, as those that have been long dead. And hear this, Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. And I almost want to say, hang on a minute, David, wait a minute, just a couple chapters before, you're ready to lift your hands in praise to the Lord, you're magnifying Him, you're seeking Him with your whole heart, and now He says, my spirit is overwhelmed within me, I am desolate. And you know, it's just a reminder, if you're like me, some days we have mountaintops and we feel like we can conquer the world, and then other days, we can feel like we're under the weight of everything, and we can be overwhelmed. But here's the question. What do we do during those overwhelming times? I know for me, I have to stop and I have to watch my, my tongue. I really have to watch my tongue. I have to watch my spirit. But I was reading this chapter and there were several things that I saw that David did when he was overwhelmed and I thought I can do that in my life. And I think it will bring me through those times when I feel overwhelmed, when I can't tell which way is up, when maybe, truly maybe there are enemies or maybe circumstances that really are difficult. What do I do then? And so this is what we do when we're overwhelmed. I see, first of all, that David remembered. He said verse in verse number 5 of 143, he says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse. If I stop and I think on the works of thy hands. And you know, I find that when I'm going through a time that I feel overwhelmed, that if I will stop, and I will think back on the miracles that God has done in my life, the miracles that He has worked in the lives of my husband and I and where He's brought us from and the things He's brought us through. I remember a lot of good things, and then I remember some hard things. When I look in the faces of my five little children, and I just think about what a miracle their lives are, and I look back and I remember the years, the nine and a half years that we prayed for a baby, and those five little lives that we lost that went on to heaven, and I remember the sorrow and the sadness of those days, but I look in the lives and the faces of those five little children I have, I see the amazing works of God. When I look at our church and I look at you all and I look at the way He's working in your lives and the hard things that He's brought you through and the mountaintops that we've experienced, I'm reminded that God is in control. I remember the days of old. I remember the miracles He's already done. I meditate on all of His works and I muse on the work of His hands. I think of verses like, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. And you know, if we think about how God works in the world around us and the way He's worked in our lives, and we remember that. One practical thing I started doing years ago, and actually I wrote this lesson down in my journal just this morning because I wanted this in my life. But I began to journal and I began to write down things. And yes, I wrote the good times because I want to look back and I want to remember those things. But you know, I wrote some of the hard things too. Some of the times when I was struggling, but whenever I do record those, I try to make very sure that it's not just a list of complaints or a list all the negatives. But I, I write how I'm struggling, but then I write how that God's grace is sufficient and that His He is going to be the same and He we can trust Him. And you know, I'm so thankful I put that in this book here that I wrote about my mom um, and the things I learned from her, but in the very back, I remember when we found journal pages, some journals that she had written and how my heart was encouraged when she recalled some difficult things that the Lord had brought them through. 
but her faith was still so evident. And she talked about how we could trust the Lord in those hard times. And that's what my mom did for me. And I know these journals already encourage my heart that I write down. And I think someday, and I hope it's many, many, many years from now, I hope I live a very long life. But if my children find my journals, I want them to know that I remembered what God did in my life. So we have to remember the days of old, the miracles, the way He's provided. We want to remember all of His works and the way He's working even now. I see this secondly, so David remembered. And then I see that David reached out. He reached out for the Lord. In verse number six, it says, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land, Selah. Verse number seven, hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go down to the pit. And you know, sometimes when we're overwhelmed, and you know, I've seen the little mugs and I'm guilty of it. Sometimes coffee and chocolate make everything seem better. But the truth is when we're going through a hard time, what do we reach for? Who do we reach for? And if I'm not careful, I can almost self-medicate with another feel-good podcast. And I'm glad that you're watching this podcast, but this podcast cannot, it cannot replace you reaching out for the Lord. Um, sometimes I find that I'll go to listen to maybe another blog or read another blog or another word from somebody else. But the truth is, we have to run to the Lord. We have to run to His Word. We have to run to His presence. And if we do that, if we reach out for Him, He will give us healing. He will give us strength that can only come from Him. He alone has the answers. And I, like I mentioned before, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. I think of this, David encouraged himself in the Lord. I think too often we're waiting for somebody else to encourage us. We're waiting for someone else to give us an encouraging word. We're waiting for someone else to do something encouraging for us. We will never live a successful, positive Christian life if we're always being propped up by other people. And you know, I love our church ladies, and I try to be so sensitive to you all when you're going through a hard time. I try to send those texts. I try to give an encouraging word. I want to do my best. And there's almost nothing as a pastor's wife that cuts me to the core more than to hear that somebody went through a hard time and they felt like that we didn't realize that and we weren't doing something to help them. I live my life to try to help you. But if you're waiting on me to encourage you, I'm going to fail you. But you know, there's somebody that never will. Jesus won't. And if we go to His Word and if we seek His presence and if we encourage ourselves in Him, he alone can give us what will sustain us through the hard times. So reach out for the Lord. I see that's what David did. So he remembered, he reached out for the Lord, and then I see that he rested in him. The Bible says in verse number eight, it says, Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. It goes on to say in verse number nine, it says, Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee to thee unto thee to hide me. You know, when we trust in someone, when we hide in something, we're resting. And we must rest in the Lord. So during the times that you feel overwhelmed, find a way just to rest in Him. Get outside for a little bit. Sometimes I'll just go outside in the evening and I just sit and I just look up at those stars and I just think about the Lord. I remember all that He's done and I just rest. I need quiet in my life and I need to just rest in Him. Rest in His love, rest in His care, Rest in knowing that He's going to take care of you if we'll just trust in Him. And then I see this, realize that God's not done with you. In verse number, in chapter again, in chapter 143, verse number 10, it says, 
teach me to do thy will. You know, David didn't just say, I give up. I'm staying in this cave. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just going to stay here. He said, teach me to do thy will for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Number 11, verse number 11, quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness sake, bring my soul out of trouble. And then in that verse number 12, it says, And of thy mercy cut off all my enemies, and destroy them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what's overwhelming you, but this is not the end. God has a plan for you. God has a will for you. And He will even take this hard time and make you stronger because of it. So keep going forward and realize that God's not done with you. And then lastly, ask the Lord to restore into you your joy. Sometimes we just need a simple attitude fix. Sometimes it's what we're focusing on. And I find that if I focus on the negative and if I focus on the hardship and if I focus on the things I don't like in life, I'm going to be discouraged. But if I'll just fix my attitude and I'll look around me, there's somebody that's always got it much worse than I do. There's somebody that's always carrying a much heavier burden than I am. And really my troubles aren't anything compared to that. And if I will ask the Lord to restore unto me the joy of my salvation, to fix my attitude, to fix my spirit, to restore unto me hope, faith, joy. And that's what we can do when we're overwhelmed. So when we're overwhelmed, remember, remember all he's done. Reach out, reach out to the Lord. Remember, He alone has the answers. Rest in Him. Just rest in Him. Realize that God's not done with you. And lastly, ask Him to restore into you your joy. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I look forward to being with you again next week. I love you dearly. I'm so thankful for all y'all do for your families, for your homes, for your lives, to be faithful to the church. Reach out to a neighbor. Reach out to somebody to tell them about Jesus this week. And we'll look forward to being again together again next week. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies' devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.